Beautiful. Sweet. I am just eating cheese and pepperonis. It's funny. I was just thinking about making like French fries to like eat during this and then just forgot about it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a little hungry, but. So have you seen the Scoob trailer? Yeah. yeah. Going into this, what did you think this movie was going to be like? I thought it was going to be like young Shaggy and Scoob meeting and then developing their friendship. Mm-hmm. I knew that the Falcon Fury is part of it because of the whole Ikea joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had no idea they were going to fast forward through all of it to like, I don't even know what time period it was. I guess we can get into that later because when they were younger, they were using like smartphones and stuff. Yeah. Then they said specifically 10 years later and then they were still in smartphones and stuff. So I can't tell if it's just supposed to be like cartoon time where like time never changes really, you know, or if it is like, if it's like in the near future, you know, like or something, or if it's mentally just kind of be like, it's for kids. They just know smartphones and, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just like, oh, this is like 2020 and this is 2010, but like 2020. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I didn't have any idea what the movie was going to be about. I, I remember like the Falcon Fury thing in the trailer and I remember, uh, the you know them meeting on the beach and everything, so I figured it was going to just be another adventure, Scooby Doo adventure. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's what we got. Um. So I thought I, I thought like Rod that it was going to be just you know uh, an early version, almost not maybe not as young as a pup named Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. but I thought it'd be like teenage, building up to being the mystery. And I don't know why I thought that. Like, I guess, you know, I guess in the trailer, there was like a small clip of them as older. But from everything that I see from the trailer, I think there's a lot of them as young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was led to believe like, oh, this is going to be like them growing up. It's like, oh, cool. This is going to be kind of homage to like pup named Scooby-Doo. It's going to be like, you know, something different, you know. Yeah. But to me, to be honest, it's kind of along the same lines as every other time. <laughs> <laughs> it is and it isn't. I mean, to me, it didn't have the classic Scooby-Doo storyline, but I also missed a bunch of like different series of Scooby-Doo in the middle. You know, like I'm used to the like the un- they unmasked the guy, well, you know, mm-hmm. which I guess in the end they did. But like it it ended up becoming more of like, I don't know, it, it was kind of, I'm not saying it's complex, but for a kid's movie, had more parts, I think, than you expect from a kid's movie. I don't know if anybody else agrees with that. Like, uh. I guess so. Yeah, there was a lot of more moving parts, obviously, as a movie than it would be, you know, a twenty-five minute TV show. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I guess I mean like that. There were like par- more than just one of one overarching plot. I guess. Yeah, they were like right. parallel heroes' journeys. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, I get once again, we always have spoiler, you know, things. But I guess spoiler warning. Um, you know, <laughs> like the Falcon Fury is not the one that we think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you find that out pretty early on that it's actually like the son who's kind yeah. of. He's trying to be like more of an influencer than a superhero. <laughs> and I, get, I guess that's kind of like that. Maybe that's a writer's commentary. But the whole thing is like his journey kind of parallels Scooby and Shaggy kind of trying to find their purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it, I thought that was interesting because if it was just a straight up kids movie, it'd be like fart jokes. They eat sandwiches and then it ends, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit similar, though, to the, the first one where they're like everybody's broken up a little bit. Mm hmm. And so, like, oh, no, Scooby and Shaggy kind of break up at one point. I think they do that in that other movie, too, like the live-action one. Yeah. Scooby and Shaggy go their separate ways for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of... I love Hanna-Barbera, to be honest. Like, I... Me, too. And I like the fact that they had 
Captain Caveman in it, Dick Dastardly, Muttley, yeah. um, Falcon. I, was, I Falcon. I was like, okay. I mean, I wasn't a fan. I didn't think there was anybody that big of a fan of them. Like, oh wait, he was an existing character before. Yeah. Okay, I didn't Him know that. was a di- Dino Mutt or whatever. His Dino name. Mutt, gotcha. Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh, this is Bird Person and like Mega Man Dog. Yeah, no, they're <laughs> existing, and um, I don't, I just don't know why they didn't. If they included that many characters, mm-hmm. why didn't they just make this like a Hanna Barbera movie? You know, you uh, gotta wonder: know. Are they trying to do like a cinematic universe? <sighs> I mean, that kind of is what it is. Uh, if if they have this included in it. Did you ever watch that? There's a cartoon, and I can't even... Actually, it was half a cartoon. When we were growing up, uh, before you'd go to school, there'd be like a 6.30 a.m. cartoon, and if, if I had everything lined up, my mom would let me watch it. Mm-hmm. And it was... Half of it was like a live-action thing, and the other half was like them watching this racing show. It was like a Hanna-Barbera racing show. And I can't even, I can't even remember what it was called. That's so um, familiar. And but like they had all the characters in it, like everybody's racing or whatever it was. It was, it was uh, Yogi was in it, you know. Uh, uh, was it side? Uh, I can't even remember the the Panther one, the oh, side yeah. show or I can't remember. Um, and Magilla Gorilla and all those, all those guys were in it. And so I I wonder like why they didn't try to include if they included like Dick Dastardly for some weird reason. Why wouldn't they include the rest of them? Wacky races. That's what, there you That's go. Was. I remember that too. Actually, when we were watching it, and they mentioned Dick, Dick Dastardly. I like looked over at Vince. And I was like, "Oh, they're gonna pull characters from that racing show." Yeah, <laughs> it, I don't even remember there being really a plot besides, like, besides just there being like a little racing, you know, with all the characters and stuff. I don't yeah. I actually was Captain Caveman and Dick Dastardly from other cartoons because I knew them from the racing show. They were Captain in their Caveman. own. Yeah, the, this is his own thing. I okay. can't remember how they exactly started. If they had their own. Ex- cartoon when they started i from what i remember they were kind of like mini cartoons mm-hmm. but that yeah. could have been i don't know <laughs> i feel like i remember captain caveman was a cartoon and then they would have crossovers every once in a while like he would show up in the flintstones or like uh so it was kind of like when they have like mickey mouse donald duck goofy they have their own little cartoons but every once in a while there's like this big like they would crossover have something. kind of deal yeah. yeah very cool sorry i was trying to find a little wacky races video to show people but i don't want to kill it get killed get killed on youtube <laughs> here so yeah anyway um what did you guys think about simon cowell being the villain oh just what hey. the double masking is the, the double masking well just the beginning too just because he's kind of the villain from the beginning you know like he's the one that would drive a wedge between the team um also uh so maybe that's another question you guys can maybe have some insight on was was Dick Dashley supposed to be the previous Simon Cowell as well? Hmm. I don't. They, I they think, don't. I don't. They think never so. say it's, anything like it that. Makes yeah. sense. Oh, okay. Because to end. me, to me, it kind of made sense in the fact that it, it, it like he was trying to split them up and then take them. You know, but I'd have to rewatch again thinking yeah. about it because I well, was, I could be wrong. I feel like he didn't learn about Scooby until later. Okay. After that point, but I could be wrong about that. I mean, he could have been the entire time. And we just didn't all pick up on that, except for you. <laughs> well, that was the whole intention of the double masking, was to try to for dastardly to blame blame Simon because okay. of yeah. that scene. But like I'm saying, like the beginning of it, though. Like I don't know if Simon at the beginning was Dick Dastardly at that time. That like, I under, don't think so. Under under like one mask or something. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. 
I watched it and I was like, this feels like, I don't know, maybe I'm just a little jaded. It feels like a really like outdated pop culture reference. Mm, exactly. I felt that same way. I was like, what is this, 2010? <laughs> like, we're still talking about American Idol? And Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kelly Clarkson's still around, but I think kids today yeah. don't, I don't even know, like, I don't, like, would, like, your youngest, whenever she's old enough to, like, kind of, well, maybe she is already old enough, would she even know Kelly Clarkson won a TV show and that's why she's famous, you know? I don't think, yeah, I think I had that conversation with Naomi the other day. I was like, yeah, Kelly Clarkson was on this TV show and I get American Idol. I was like, oh, like, and so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penny, I was going to say, like, my youngest one loves this movie. And, like, she just, she'll watch it, like, ten times. She oh. just keeps watching. I don't, it wasn't necessarily yeah. aimed towards her, I guess, but she loves it. Me and Vince were just talking, like, from the beginning, like, the, the movie's gorgeous. Like, they did a really good job on the, the look and the animation, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And sometimes it, it feels like uh, stop motion, like cl- claymation. At some points, the digitized Scooby and Shag made me think the of textures. Some just clay. like little seconds of it. I was like, "Whoa, that, that was a weird texture look." Mm-hmm. I don't know if there <clears throat> has previously ever been a reference of Shaggy or Mystery Inc. being from like L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was, maybe that was a reference. But I thought I laughed at the beginning, like. 20 seconds into the movie because I was like, we're going to show Shaggy's origins who everybody just kind of like assumes is a stoner. Yeah. And he's from Venice Beach. <laughs> like, I thought that was like kind of funny because that, that was another point. Like, uh, I, I mentioned to Vince, like the soundtrack was like on point because yeah. it's, it's opening up with California love. And I, I mean, we knew from the previews that they would be on a beach. Yeah. And so hearing that and knowing that they'd be on a beach, I was like, were they at Venice Beach or something? And the very first shot is that marquee park with Venice. Marquee, yeah. And, and I was like, what? I just, I hear that song and I just immediately think of Venice Beach. You know, well, like. Wasn't that also a shot in the uh, live action one too, where they were both like, it was kind of assumed they were stoners, like in a van. Oh, oh yeah, right, machine? yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. I forgot about that. I would, if I would have ever thought about it, I for some odd reason I thought that they'd be on like the East Coast because you know mm-hmm. how many creaky. I like when I think of like the old houses they have, like there'd be like you know old 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 houses that they're going in and finding like these millionaires for some odd reason have you know yeah. made a labyrinth of <laughs> traps and you know <laughs> other things. Yeah, that does kind of ring like country. Mm. Yeah, I, I always kind of assume they were kind of like the Simpsons where like the geography was like moldable to the current situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, I was like, I thought that their their van, like when we saw them pull up to a mystery, it's mean, meant because they drove like overnight from another state because that's what they yeah. do, you know, or something. Yeah. But I, but they never said that, that. I remember I just kind of assumed, you know, that they're pulling up to it. So they were like coming from like the last place or something. Also the fact that like they had had the Harlem Globetrotters on the show several times. So that's oh, yeah. right. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and, Why didn't they have them in this movie? <laughs> and they had their own cartoon. <laughs> the vibe of this particular animated movie to me, for, so I, I probably have like a twenty five percent. Oh, hang on, my lights are changing colors. Because um, <laughs> because the sun's setting and these stupid smart lights are smarter than me. Um, it to me the vibe kind of uh, felt like halfway between the cartoon that I remember as a kid, like the original one, mm-hmm. and then the live action movies. Like it had like mixed parts. Yeah. Like an amalgamation of all the different um, details. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the opening 
if I'm not mistaken, was just a recreation of the original opening credits, right? Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, it, yeah, if I, you, I think if you go look um, at like the old, old show, I think they recreated it, especially because they showed a bunch of villains that we never saw in the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. But I remember them from the original intro. So if it wasn't the exact same, they hit these like cornerstones to reference it, you know? Because they were kind of like out of nowhere, like the robot coming out of any, you know, like that, that happened in the original like uh, animated mm-hmm. thing. And the same thing with like the Frankenstein looking guy came out from the bookcase at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff. Um, I don't know who did that theme song. I don't want to like, ra- I hate ragging on musicians because I, I know I hate when people are like, I'm not a fan of the song. Un- unnecessarily like critical of me. But yeah, I, I it just, it didn't feel like it had like the energy that, you know, we remember from a, like a great theme song, you know? Well, what's yeah. the, gosh, was, what was the, was it Simple Plan? Um, yeah. the, 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 M- the MXPX or Simple no, Plan? No, it wasn't. Well, well MXPX did one. one. And well, I think they, they didn't do one for an actual show. Uh, they okay, Simple Plan did one that's different, like it's called What's New Scooby Doo. Yeah. That's What's the one new that I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a show, yeah, that was huge. Uh, but the that's that show's even different. They've actually had probably five different shows just in the last 20 years, yeah, which is a puff named Scooby Doo. Uh, we just did a well, that was in the 90s, Scott, so yeah, yeah we so if you first on all the different versions of this song if you go to nerd sync and see uh yeah scott's latest video on scooby-doo highly recommend it actually he goes through a bunch of like history of scooby mm-hmm. um yeah uh, mostly vince actually worked on it uh a medley um for uh scott to do all the different theme songs including the uh instrumental ones mm-hmm. um so yeah there was a there was a bunch of them uh i actually it's funny even though i grew up watching like the original show and the pup named scooby-doo yeah i think in preparation for this movie, Scott's video was probably 90% of the information that I had about Scooby. There's a bunch of stuff I just didn't know. You know, like, you know, in that, in the this movie, Scoob, he gets his name from, like, a ba- of like a box of crackers plus, uh, like, the, his yeah, Scooby living. snacks. <laughs> Hold on a second, guys. All good. We're still in quarantine. My kids um, torturing each other. <laughs> quarantine. Uh, there's, gosh, what's, what's the one that's on Netflix right now? My kids, there's a version of Scooby-Doo that basically had like an ongoing story arc. And I oh, think okay. there's, Inc. that might've been it. Yeah. I think it's mystery yeah. Inc. And it was, so it was different definitely than the other shows. It even had, and I don't think that Shaggy and Velma had a thing before, but in that show, like yeah. they had like a thing as well. Mm. Um, mystery Inc. So I looked it up. Best Coast did the Scooby theme for this movie. Okay. Um, that, that's an interesting choice because you know they're kind of like an indie, you know, I'm not a, like I'm rock not, uh, band. Familiar with them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know a couple of this. They were one of those groups. I, I hate to describe it this way because it also dates me or ages me. Um, but anybody that's similar to our age will know the reference. Um, like it kind of reminds me of like the iTunes commercials bands, you know? Oh yeah. Like they'd have one or two like big hits from like that wouldn't be a hit on the. Uh, like on its own necessarily in the mainstream right but but it would be featured in some like really cool commercial or something and then just blow up you know yeah and so that's that kind of band to me um like they have an underground following it's just an interesting that that was the choice for this one that's true i didn't yeah i wasn't a big fan of it not that it was horrible but it just had a weird sound and it was slower i feel Feel like mm-hmm. scooby-doo does lend itself to like that rock straightforward kind of like hey this is a fun thing you know yeah. and it just didn't seem like that yeah it's a little thin like at the beginning i thought like for some reason like the first couple chords i was like oh is this like the veronica's or something you know or mm. 
like that would have been cool. Um, you know, yeah. even having like a girl punk band or something. I don't know. Mm. Like, it's some, something like I guess pop punk is like sounds like natural to me, at least for yes. you know for uh, Scooby Doo. Where are you? But the, the Mystery Inc. show that I was talking about, it has like a weird. I don't know if there's any words in it, it's like it has like a weird like B three organ like me. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of the ones that Vince covered in the huh. thing for <laughs> nerd sing. Cool. Um, and like I didn't hate it, but it definitely wasn't helpful for the show and i think sometimes a, a theme song can make or break it but especially at the beginning like to introduce you to something so i know that I, we probably we probably jumped into that later but my kids love that show and they'll watch it over and over and over again like scooby-doo is a thing for us i don't know why and even for me i've always loved scooby-doo i have a giant like throw rug thing of scooby-doo that my mother-in-law gave me and you know a lot of these things just get you know they get regurgitated over and over and over again um that's why I was kind of hoping this one would be different. Right. <laughs> Even though it was, I mean, it was slightly different, but I felt like I had the same kind of idea. Like, oh, well, you know, we're all coming together. We're going to go get the bad guy. And it's, you know, somebody else, you know. Yeah, it's pretty far for the course. Even though they had like the, they had like the space space dastard, dastardly thing and it st- still was kind of weird. I, I have to give it to them though. The the amount of detail in, in that they packed into what storyline there was, I thought was brilliant. Like, literally the, the cartoonish like getting shot out of the building onto the ferris wheel mm. and then like the uh, robo dog whatever his name is popping him onto the roller coaster like so creative so mm. so many details mm. it was so weird like you don't see that i mean you see a level of that but you don't yeah. see that level of that so that was insane the little robots were freaking scary man that was, that and, was fun those little and robots. adorable that kind of reminded me dog. Did you watch that Ninja Turtles movie, TMNT? Like, it was like a computer animated one. Oh, I haven't seen any of those. And, like, they have little monsters. Or there's, like, I think there's one specific little monster, but, like, they, they would come out of nowhere and <laughs> freak people out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, these things were terrifying. It's fun. But, uh, but then they yeah, would be, like, super cute, weird. too. Yeah. Like, they had a mind of their own for some odd reason, but they were listening to, like, Dick Dastardly, like, minions listen to Gru. I don't know. I, I was really, going to say, yeah. oh, go ahead really overall the movie was all over the place mm-hmm. like with theme themes and genres and i mean y- you there was no like consistency even in the very beginning like he throws on what was it like a backstreet song and then he goes through all the the eras of music is like what are we doing yeah. here like i don't even know why that was part of it that's why like when did this start again you know like Okay, like, like Backstreet was this in the '90s, and did they have cell phones then? And like, and what then the- <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, and yeah, what mm-hmm. era, what time? It was all over the place. On hindsight, now that we've seen the whole movie, I think I I feel like I don't know. I might be if there's any writers that happen to be watching this um, of the show or the movie. I feel like that opening sequence of him scrolling through the decades was kind of like a purposeful, like whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Daddy, why is this dead? <laughs> because the um you know like it, it kind of sets a very 90s setting with california love and show me the meaning of being lonely yeah and then then then, then he's just like flip 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 and like oh now he's listening to ira glass you know <laughs> it's just all over the place mm. yeah it's weird is wind's kicking up over here oh yeah yeah it's all the clouds um yeah, uh, I, I I know I don't know if it's cheap or not, but I got a couple like easy laughs. You know, like they had like a Avengers Endgame reference. Yeah, you 
Fred, like doing the Captain America, and he he put his ascot on. I mean, it got me to out loud say like, "Oh, the ascot!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he charges, you know. Yeah, and he just gets, like flicked away. <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt like this was a purposeful like ish endgame thing. I don't know if they were trying or or just superhero thing in general. They're like, let's brainstorm an idea, guys. How? What if we have superheroes in this movie? Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of it. Like that. That whole. The whole Falcon part. I've kind of almost just ignored. Uh, yeah. I also was not a fan of Brian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just because of how I how we know Falcon Fury, and Dino Pop. Like it. It. I kept saying out loud. Like I hope he gets his moment, and <laughs> he really doesn't. I mean, he does, but it's kind of weak. He just like pops his wings open and like gets Cerberus to fall through the gate. I mean, I guess that was his moment. That's yeah. interesting too, because that moment didn't lead to growth. He no. became a DJ. So I, I don't know. Uh, so Josh, we when the credits started rolling, we looked up online to see if there was like an end credits thing. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see one? No. Okay, we didn't see one either. On the end credits thing that I saw on the we- this website. So mm-hmm. there would be an end credit scene featuring uh, Captain Caveman joining the Falcon Force. Huh. Um, what? So I don't know where that came from. But if that were the case, then maybe that's why like, we didn't see like a, com- like a completion of Falcon Fury or Brian's like, character arc. You know? like, we saw yeah. him have his hero moment. But then we didn't see... You know, usually in a movie like this, we see like, oh, now we have our team or now I'm going to go be a real hero or something you know, instead of just an Instagram. Yeah. Guy. And... Uh, if they would have, if they would have have put that in, you know, at the end, then that might have been what they meant to do, you know, instead of just being like, oh, he's a DJ now, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I, I guess he's in Blue Falcon slash DJ Falcon. I don't, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know at that point. I mean, I guess it was a cute way of like bringing the whole group shot at the end, you know, mm. was the idea. And Fred gets his van back. Yeah. In love, I like that he was in love with the van. Hey, Penny, I'm on my <laughs> podcast. Can we be quiet? <laughs> I see you looked up t-shirts. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Do you want to wear them? I don't want to wear those t-shirts. But they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I love them. <laughs> New member. No, just exactly. And we got Penny on. Yeah. She knows everything. <laughs> about, she's seen the movie more than any of us. Seriously. Hey, Penny, uh, come here real quick. <laughs> Oh hey, wow! Penny, did you like the Scooby Doo movie? Yeah. What's your favorite part? Um, Scooby. Did you do anything funny that you liked? Mhm. Like what? Like that bad guy, the Scoob Dep, Scooby Doo, that thing. Mhm. Mhm. And trying to steal him. Oh yeah. He's see. a silly bad guy. Yep, and saying he's the key. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he knows it. Yeah. I actually that reminds me. Thanks, Penny. That I remember something that I thought was kind of funny was that whenever there was like a plot point that adults would notice was a weird inconsistency that children mm-hmm. probably wouldn't notice, the characters in the movie would acknowledge it. So, like at the end, when Fred comes and grabs Shaggy and they go to rescue the gang and stuff, like was it Dee Dee? Was that her name? Um. The oh, girl the, that w- the Falcon Furies, yeah, like the 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 pilot or technician that we meet. That's the side. That's the assistant. She was just like, 
where did the van come from and how did it get to here? You know, like, cause there's like, it's another dimension or different part, you know, like, it was like, yeah, like how volcano. did, yeah, how did that happen? And then, and then it's like, oh, it's Dick Dastardly. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, that was a weird movie. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, it's probably not my favorite. No, I don't know that I would watch it again unless, like, a group of friends wanted to, like, um, partake in substances and watch it. <laughs> but it was, yeah. I think it was worth watching once, you know? I don't know if it was worth, like, a... If I didn't, if I didn't have kids, I don't know if it was worth 20 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever, you know? But luckily, Josh has kids, and he got it, and that's how we watched it. <laughs> I think we talked about it in the past... It was a movie that was supposed to come out in theaters, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were uh, actually just stumbled upon it. Like, I was like, oh, wait, Scoob's coming? When is Scoob coming out? I haven't only seen that one trailer. And I think it was Amazon that it was. I don't know if it was specifically only Amazon, but. I, yeah, I don't think it was an Amazon exclusive, but I didn't see it. on. Other, I didn't look for it on other things. I had heard that it was going to be on all platforms for $20 rental, $25 purchase. Yeah, that's the thing I was thinking about. It's like, I actually I was like, $20 rental, that's freaking ridiculous. Like, if I'm going to pay $20 to rent this gosh darn movie, if I'm going to end up liking this movie, I'm going to want to have it. Yep. I might as well just uh, buy it. Yeah, and what was it? Another four bucks or something like that? It's five, yeah. Another five bucks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Might as well buy it. So. Yeah, and you have a little one that's priority like made up for it in ticket costs if you did see it in theaters. Yeah, she's seen it probably five or six times. So, oh, wow. I mean, I mean, it's just kind of played constantly for you know a week or two. So. When you turn off the television, there's still like the image of <laughs> the static Scooby-Doo. image of Scooby. <laughs> do televisions still do, still do that? No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Burn in a thing still. <laughs> Man, that's the thing is none of your kids probably know why screensavers exist. Yeah, because they're not like necessary anymore. I don't know. I don't think I don't I don't think we burn in such a big deal anymore. I mean, it used to be yeah. for like especially yeah. for projection televisions. I remember yeah. my kid, my friends got in huge trouble because they left Mario on pause and they <laughs> went somewhere and came back and like that is forever burned into the screen. Is uh, this bug new wherever you're they were mom. in Mario? I remember like in the 2000s, like the early 2000s through the 2010s, like there would be a feature on the TV where it would like automatically rotate pixels by like one pixel. Mm. So that even if you paused it, it wouldn't do it unless you had like something that took up a bunch of blocks, you know? Yeah. Um, Man, we're old. You know what's even funnier (laughs) is when I went to go describe uh, her watching it a lot, I tried to actually think of the most current way for that to happen and the burnt in screen was the only thing I could think of because the first thing that comes to mind is like oh she would have worn that DVD out you know uh, <laughs> so it doesn't even play anymore but that doesn't exist anymore either speaking of gosh I we repainted downstairs because we had, we got a new couch and so like we have all these DVDs and my wife just wants to get rid of them and I'm like mm. no uh-huh. <laughs> they were supposed to be displayed for all to see this is my DVD tastes you right. know uh, I know everything's going everything's kind of digital and to be honest like I would rather buy everything with like a blu-ray slash code like mm-hmm. so I could watch it wherever I want to watch it but you know if I'm at home and I want to you know have a big giant clear 1080p <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have that yeah this was a what the 4k UHD or whatever like yeah we have like the first Roku that ever came out. We ha- also have an Apple TV, but where we watch this, like we have in the garage, uh, we have like this old Roku. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of it. It got through most of the movie. And then <laughs> right about the time Shaggy was like, let's go rescue Scoob in like mm-hmm. the third act. It was just like, 
nope, we watch 4K for over an hour now. Like, <laughs> I was just not made for this. <laughs> you think it's probably smart enough to not do 4K if it's not actually going to receive it? Yeah, I, I just think, like, it's, I don't know what the max is. It might be 720, it might be 1080, but whatever mm-hmm. it is, I, I don't think it's used to being pushed to that point. Yeah. I think it's like, oh, you're watching a 480 resolution video, you know, like, normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I'll say, I heard a bunch of friends, including Scott Nice Wander, who's probably the biggest Scooby-Doo expert I know, um, had, had said, like, the movie's just okay. Um, yeah. For me, it was, like, okay plus a notch. Like, I, I wasn't bored. I just probably wouldn't watch it again unless other people wanted to. But I also wouldn't be upset. Like, if, if one of you guys or we were over at your place and the like, girls are like, let's just go and scoob. I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, well, I mean, how can you say no when there's kids involved? You're like, oh, no, <laughs> screw your taste, kids. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle, I have a niece. Sometimes Uncle Rod's like, you sure you don't want to watch this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but if they were like, no, I really want to watch this, you're like, all right, kid. <laughs> I'm always surprised like I'll get stuck watching it with the kids and then end up watching it more intently than they do. That's what me and you and uh, my brother, when we were, when we moved out to LA, we stopped by my brother's place when he lived down in Virginia and we were watching stuff when my niece was what three at that time or something like that. It was some Barbie cartoon. And, uh, Oh, it's fairies. That's yeah. I remember that now she had like fallen asleep or something or left the room <laughs> or whatever. And me and Vince and my brother were also watching it. And then my brother's wife walks in. She's like, what are you guys doing? It's like, we need to know what happens with the staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it the far. one? So was it the, the flairies or whatever there? They had, so, yeah. give flair to the dresses. Yeah. I've seen that. I think it is, but they had some sort of staff that was like the object that they needed to like take somewhere is what I remember. I'm sure it wasn't the closet that they lived in. No, nah, this was, was a closet. Yeah. They were like, yeah, fairies, and they lived in the woods, mm. or in their little fairy woods. I guess yeah. it's just the human mind is like hardwired to just need to know like the complete stories of things, you know. So we're like, what happened? <laughs> I need to know, you know, we're Paw Patrol, you know. I need to know I, where these turtles are saved or not. The baby turtles. <laughs> I can't fall asleep in movies, even if I'm tired and want to fall asleep. I just can't because my mind like needs to know what happens. If I'm really bored, maybe I can fall asleep. Really bored and really tired, but yeah, I can't do the same. I can't. If the movie's on, even if it's kind of crappy, I guess. I, it's even like in old, old, like back in the day, like hanging out with friends or in, in old relationships, like I could never put movies on before we go to bed because the, she or he would fall asleep, whatever, and then I'm up the rest of the night until the movie's over. I... Like I, some something happened in my mid thirties, where like I will just like go narcoleptic in the middle of a movie, but I still can't let go of the movie. So if I'm by myself, I'll rewind to the point I remember or something. Or if I'm with friends, I'll watch the whole thing, you know, to the point, and then like afterwards on my own time, go back and watch parts that I think like I missed, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, the other point that I heard a lot of people say was this wasn't really a Scoob movie; it was a, a Blue Falcon movie. Um, I don't completely agree with that. No. It's called um, Scoop for one. <laughs> yeah, well, they they were saying like they thought it. it they thought the title was misleading because it was not as much about him and more about the Blue Falcon and stuff because of screen time, maybe. Yes, but to me, like the um, Blue Falcons are Brian's like character arc was kind of like you, you know, uh, Josh. You would said like one part of like this kind of cast of situations, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that happened. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. <laughs> exactly, it was fine. You know, it's a net. I feel like it's almost was a Netflix movie 
Uh, I mean, it looks it looks good enough to be a regular movie, but mm-hmm. to be honest, like just overall, I would if I would just watch that on Netflix. I was like, oh, that'd be a Netflix that was made for Netflix. You know, this is so, a movie I would watch on the plane. Or there's, yeah, there's a, a myriad of. Not only is there like a ton of Scooby Doo television shows, but there's a ton of Scooby Doo like just movies, like yeah. act like you know straight to video movies. I so, actually was surprised to see how much content. Oh yeah, is actually out there on Scooby Doo. Who owns does Cartoon Network own Scooby Doo? I'm assuming and all Hanna Barbera. It's whoever has Hanna Barbera. Yeah, I'm assuming it's Cartoon Network because they, I think, when they did so well with uh, the original Cartoon Network and then thus created Boomerang, um, I think they did nothing but show those twenty four seven. It was like Scooby Doo and all that kind of garbage. I'm actually like keeping myself from binging the Hanna-Barbera app <laughs> on Roku. And uh, I didn't even know it existed until I watched Scott's video. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, that's not good. Because <laughs> that's what I grew up on was all Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Same here. It was just something. I know they used to make these VHS that were like eight hours of cartoons for yeah. your kids. It's like, if you need to leave your kids at home alone, <laughs> with these video in, you know. You know what uh, also reminded me of is the uh, remember the uh, sing-alongs, hmm. all the oh, Disney Disney, sing- Disney, Disney sing-alongs. sing-alongs. Oh, Disney ones, yeah. I know it's not exactly the same thing. It's just some some reason it just reminded me of like the little the dancing ball and like mm. hours of sitting your kid in front of the television so you can go do other shit. Yeah, it's it's wild how those things kind of like evolved because i think that what vince was saying with the disney sing-alongs evolved into uh the quarantine version it is right now have you seen that <laughs> no where they have like these huge like music stars singing those songs in their home yeah oh, weird. They had, like they had like ariana grande like at home i forgot what she's saying oh she sang something from hercules because it was kind of a soft audition for her to be meg in the live action oh weird um <laughs> which kind of fits if you're gonna have a big name for that I wouldn't be upset with it. You know, she kind of has the fifth part. Um, but like they, they had like Christina Aguilera sing Not Reflection. So I forget what she's <laughs> saying. Um, you know, just it may, the things like that. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool because then you could put your kid in front of there because they're fun songs, you know, timeless songs. Yep. But I think like, you know, we could all watch YouTube clips and be like, oh, that was really cool seeing Ariana Grande sing that song or something, you know, like little bits and stuff. They've done two of them now, two sets of them. Yeah. Um, I think they air on ABC and then they later they release them on YouTube or something. Mm. That's, cool. Oh, that's cool yeah there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on right now uh have you seen any of the uh gosh what's his name is, is scott gad or what's his name josh gad uh mm. his his ones where he's get, oh, he like gets back together thing. a lot of people in their movies i don't know he, he did lord of the rings this last week i think oh nice i've been meaning to but i haven't caught up with them. i'm still reeling from the kind of cancellation of some good news yeah what's up with that uh, it's, I know somebody it's, bought it, them. It, it, it sold to CBS Viacom. Um, it, you know, like uh, I don't—I guess I don't want to spend too much time on this because it's not the point of the show. But the, the what I had heard was that um, it sold for some astronomical number because there was a bidding war because it's yeah. a really popular show. But the if the reports are accurate, they're not—they're do- taking away all the things that made it what it was. So, like John Krasinski is going to be executive producer, but he's not going to be the host. Huh. That um, C- so it's weird. CBS says it's going to be behind a paywall on the CBS app, but John Krasinski Lovely. said that the show is always meant to be free for everyone. So I don't know what that means, you know. Then why did you sign, John? <laughs> well, then the point that someone made, like 
you know, he's not, you know, just like a YouTuber, you know, he's a working actor. Yeah. And when Hollywood ramps back up, yeah, he's not gonna be able to do this. Which apparently know? it's already, it already has been allowed to continue like now. Mid, like in the middle of the month or something. Yeah. I thought it was already allowed as of the 10th, I think, or I mean, okay. what's the day, the 8th, 7th? Yeah. yeah. So, so soon. I'm sure they're already ramping up like, all right, starting on the 10th, we're shooting, you know. So like it was never going to be able to like keep going and this was the one way that it could have any sort of life and if he's an executive producer then at least maybe but I don't know like we'll we'll see you know like it it was a great thing when it lasted but yeah I was going to say like that's really weird that he would do that I mean to be honest you would think you would hope that he'd be like all right you know well, after this thing's done it's like and this comes to a close you know or, or wait till the end of the the whole virus thing to like give it its last hurrah and then maybe sell it off so that someone else can do it. They did but, kind of do a last hurrah. That's what actually got a lot of people to look it up in the first place. Mm-hmm. Cause the last episode was the community episode mm-hmm. and he actually had a lot of people that were featured in previous episodes, like do actual segments in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end without saying, he didn't say like, um, you know, we're taking a break or anything like that in the actual video. But at the end he said, we will be back. And I was like, oh, that was an interesting thing to say. Maybe they're taking a break. And then later I was sending the video to a friend and then the first line of that, the description was like, we're taking a break for a bit. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you would have yeah. been an yeah. okay Fred. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always love Matthew Lillard, like nailed, nailed Shaggy. Like, Maybe that was the thing too. It wasn't, it didn't seem like Shaggy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Will Forte, right? Yeah. And Captain Caveman, I was like, it didn't even seem like Captain Caveman to me. It was just like that's Tracy Morgan. Yeah, exactly. You hear Tracy Morgan <laughs> Morgan's voice, and you're like, whatever. <laughs> I guess I could say something on that act too. Um, I was, I was kind of that was a critical moment for me. I should start like that mm-hmm. because Captain Caveman is my dad's favorite. Mine too. And oh, nice. And I was like. If they get this wrong, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> and to see his club open up and the dinosaur pop out and hit him on the head, I was like, all right, cool, I'm good. <laughs> Damn I, we were, service. Yeah, we were, as long as they do something. I always throw. figure that they would make that like its own movie, like Captain mm-hmm. Caveman. I don't know why. I mean, he could be. Me and Vince but were, not as Tracy Morgan, please. <laughs> please. Me and Vince were sitting there, and then that, that thing happened with the club. And mm-hmm. I just like, Vince wasn't even saying it to me. He was just like under his breath. He's like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Superb. That was a crucial moment. Um it, I I like uh when Shaggy Shaggy seemed like when he was describing everything like wrong and everybody just kept commenting on it, you know. Yeah. Like and sippy cup Cerberus. You know, like Middle Earth copyright <laughs> infringement. Oh yeah. That was, kind of... <laughs> that was a great speech. Not really, but it was funny. Yeah, exactly. That seemed on brand for Shaggy. Absolutely, it was weird yeah. at the end, like, you know, oh, Scoob is going to die, and like, or, or Shag is going to die, or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Like, and you're like, no, you know, they're not going to die. Like, and when I hate when movies do that, you're like, mm-hmm. I know 100% this character is not going to die. Right. Why on earth would you even tease that? Like, you, you, yeah, like, whatever gonna stakes trapped. that were going to be there, mm-hmm. there's no stakes. Like, you just don't feel like it. Well, now, gonna- if it was like Falcon that was going to like save, like, put his life in danger because of the way he felt about, you know, him not being the greatest or whatever. I would buy that. Right. But I, I just don't buy Scooby or if, Shaggy. 
if it yeah because he was supposed to be like shaggy was volunteering himself to like be trapped in the underworld for yeah assumingly forever because that's mm-hmm. what happened to uh what's his face motley um, motley <laughs> um which is a whole nother i guess i was gonna say a whole nother batch of questions but it's cartoon logic so yeah, whatever like he's still uh, wasn't he in home alone <laughs> <laughs> what motley yeah i don't know was he, <laughs> was he watching it or something at some point it's just the uh, oh Joe Pesci's like yep. <laughs> no, I watched something where like he had to like create his own little thing like that because he you know he'd been in so many Scorsese movies beforehand and he just curses up a storm <laughs> so he's like okay this is a kids movie and now I gotta keep it, it was, not yeah right do it somehow rated you know so kind of like a note to what Josh had said about there not being any stakes with Scooby what was so weird was my intellect and in being like not a you know a Penny's age. Stuff I know is like no, they're not gonna just like separate this and leave this movie like this because it's a kids movie. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the moment like when Shaggy disappears and Scooby puts his head down and then the gang goes and like just you know puts their hand around him and stuff. Mm-hmm. That moment, I was just like, ah, like what a gut punch! Like you, I, I felt like at least that the acting at that point that they did all there, you know, the, the animation, the voice acting and stuff yeah. captured an emotional moment. And then I like I pulled back and like, okay, so how's he gonna come back now? You know? Like, yeah. yeah, I would almost have loved. I would like this movie better, I think, if they would have all been like that kid version the entire way through. Hmm. And like, you know, Falcon's his age and they're just kind of dealing with themselves as kids. Mm-hmm. I think growing the relationship and seeing like him first meeting Scooby towards that part and them him being like, you know, I love you. I'm going to I'm going to do this for you. Mm-hmm. Then I'd almost feel like, OK, I get it. I know he's not going to die, but at least I get why this is going to happen this way. This right. is like the point in a relationship where they solidify everything. But yeah, I don't know. I just wish that there was like what, it was, what I thought it was going to be when I saw the trailer. There's so many movies that, that they cut them a certain way and you're like, why on earth would you cut this this way? They also cut out a joke I thought was one of the funniest moments in the trailer where uh, Scooby that? licks Shaggy and then Shaggy licks him back. And he's like, how about we don't do that again? <laughs> it's funny because that the 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 scene happened and then when they cut to the next part i'm like oh they didn't do that scene from the trailer yeah it was really funny you know it was a surprise to see the 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 dino mutt licking with a metal tongue mm. so at least we got something and it looked like it was like a cheese grater because like <laughs> like <laughs> yeah geez, a little bit man. like a dog's tongue <laughs> uh, uh so I do have yeah some some points in the movie I were was definitely disappointed but then other points I I think they paid a good you know respect to the universe mm. um and then like as as a whole it's like it's a, it's a, it was a it was a fun movie I guess you know but it wasn't like the best Scooby stuff I've ever seen by yeah. any by any stretch it was know. okay mm-hmm. uh the big the, the Falcon Fury kind of kind of made me mad uh, to be honest like <laughs> just because you know I remember it being badass like the reason he was there because is because he was a superhero and the only thing you really got or where was able to see Falcon do was when he popped his wings open mm-hmm. we didn't get to see anything he's like a tech guy you know. I yeah. actually you saw Dynamut and his his uh the pilot do way more than I and I guess that's that was the point is like he that was his character he's, he's this son that can't fill his father's shoes type deal you know what I mean I get that mm-hmm. but you know it was just like man that's a waste 
Falcon Fury, man. So now knowing that both of you were really familiar with that character previously, do you feel like it was a missed opportunity to have a very small cameo of the original Blue Falcon with some it's, celebrity voice? I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, like, it's, it wasn't it's such a one-off bad. character, the old old character. I'm sure it was bigger back then, but uh, okay. Yeah, I wonder if it would have been cool if, like, you see him for like a scene for some reason, and it's like Peter Cullen or something, you know? Or... <laughs> That'd be fun, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, but like an older version, like a uh, old Batman, like Batman Beyond or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it'd be kind of fun. But I mean, Blue Falcon was never something that I really cared about. It, like, it just made it made me think of that when he was getting ready to call his dad, and they're like, "No, you don't need to call him." I thought like it would like cut away for a second. And it just be the, one of those, you know, you could tell they got like some classic actor in for like 10 minutes in the studio mm-hmm. to say something like, you know, you can do this and then cut away and be like, oh, hey, look at that thing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that would have been, that would have probably been smart, but. I just didn't. wanted more gadgets. <laughs> I wanted more cool stuff. Even like Scoob when he got his outfit or his, his yeah. superhero outfit, you get, you only got to see one thing that thing could do too. I feel like <clears> it's a missed opportunity. They put so much detail on everything else. You, you would think maybe they would explore that. Yeah. Also, they have like futuristic technology. You know, it's like supposedly like, you know, eons beyond what we have right now. And it couldn't figure out how to get around a dog collar for plot device. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or make it part of it. Yeah. Or just have it over the top of it. Stupid. Or just something. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like they, they're saying that this, this Nano's tech suit was going to be like state of the art. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to protect him or whatever. Mm. Um, but then, like, oh, nope, this old raggedy collar that you've had since you were like a child. Can't <laughs> get past that, you know? That's kind of like, uh, oh, you haven't been watching Rick and Morty. No. Uh, but there's a, uh, a an episode where like there's like alien invasion stuff mm-hmm. and the alien lasers can't shoot through Wrangler jeans. Okay. Um, it, 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 <laughs> I forgot jo- about that. It's a joke because every time you see like War of the Worlds or something, mm-hmm. whenever the aliens vaporize humans, their clothes fall to the ground. They're like, why could it incinerate human flesh and bone? Yeah. The clothes. So they, they made it like this spaceship, like this de- the Death Star sponsored by Wrangler jeans. <laughs> so like the, the lasers are calibrated so they can't destroy that specific thing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that uh, Ken Jong was dynamite. I saw that when uh, we were rolling through the credits, and I was like, <laughs> "How random!" <laughs> I get. And uh, yeah, Zach Efron was Fred, right? Yeah, I didn't know that either. I don't know why. I, I feel like he would be a good live-action Fred. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. I don't know. I wish that, they, to be honest, I wish they just would have used Shaggy or Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. I mean, he's just the best for it. I mean, he he became Shaggy for I don't know at least three of the cartoons. He's the only Shaggy besides Casey Kasem up until this point, right? Oh, is he? I, I thought there was another th- one in between. I think. Did I, he I die? Mean, was, well, Casey Kasem passed away. Okay. And then I think after that, Matthew Lillard took over. Um, I saw a uh, um, quarantine interview with Matthew Lillard. Just has the same situation you did. He was like doing an interview with like ETV or something like that. Mm-hmm. And his whole family comes home from like a grocery trip and he like, walks behind the camera. He's like, hang on, gonna move the camera to another set location. <laughs> he's yeah. like, like the living room. Uh, but he, he kind of is very diplomatic in the way of saying, he's like, I'm disappointed I didn't get to be a part of it, but I wish the movie, you know, the best. And, yeah, like, he always seems like a sweet guy. And I've, I've heard him in a bunch of different podcasts. So he just, he said, he, he said it was weird to find out through a promo that he didn't get the gig, you know, when he yeah. had been doing that character for what, over a decade or something. Yeah. Man, right. But yeah, who else was it? Daphne was Amanda Seafried. Yeah, that's a cool name. I don't think I noticed that. <laughs> uh, Mark uh, Wahlberg was Blue Falcon, which I don't. To be honest, like his voice didn't strike me as Mark, a Mark Wahlberg voice. I thought it was Chris Pratt. I was like, is this Chris Pratt? 
Same with <laughs> Will Arnett. I mean, or Forte, or Will Forte. Yeah, Will Arnett. <laughs> Will Forte. Like I, I can see it. I just couldn't hear. He did a good job disguising his own voice, I guess. Apparently, Henry Winkler was Keith. Who's Keith in the movie? Oh, he was the assistant that kept forgetting the balloons. Oh, got it. So that maybe <laughs> maybe that was the celebrity voice. It's true. That had the small cameo. They just have him in. They're like, hey, from your phone, can you just have a high quality? Like, I'm trying. I wonder if he produced it because he he produces so much stuff. That makes me wonder about Simon Cowell too, because that was such a random. There's got to be a reason. No, they listed the producers here, and they're definitely not produced by Simon or um, Henry Winkler. So. It's just an odd thing to throw such an old reference. Like, do kid, like, did your girls know who Simon Cowell was? No. When, no. Wow. It's a, it's a was, random thing. That was decades ago. Yeah, well, that's a decade. so well, I just old. Didn't, I just didn't know if people, if they, maybe they knew him from like another of the talent shows or something. Yeah. No. I mean, to be honest, though, we don't have regular television. Mm-hmm. So. Well, who does, you know? Yeah. You have irregular television. <laughs> yeah. Need some prunes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's. I feel like, I feel like that's pretty much it yeah. <laughs> for this one. I mean, you don't really can't, can't really go any further with it. I mean, it was it was okay. <laughs> Later, you know, if so, if you have kids that really want to see it now, mm-hmm. and they're like Penny, twenty five bucks for them yeah. to watch it over and over. Uh, that's probably great. You Maybe know, wait a couple months until it's well, if it, cheaper. If it were me in quarantine and we didn't get to see it in theaters, you know, and didn't have the AMC pass, whatever thing. Um, I would wait till like maybe Amazon had like a five ninety nine rental sale or something, you know. Yeah, things that seem to be one of those for me. Um, I, I, like last little question: Did you? I think you guys see Trolls, one of the Trolls movies. I saw the first one. I never saw any of the Trolls movies. Was the it? Show. Was this kind of like that? What do you mean? Like in the vibe, like the, no. like I, I like the Trolls movies never struck me to like I didn't want to ever see them unless I happened to see it like coming you know scrolling through or something but I understand that it's a huge franchise with kids which is weird because I felt like the first movie didn't do very well at the and box I think office it might have yeah at the box office I feel like it probably got legs on Netflix because of the movie on Netflix and the television show on Netflix somewhat similar to uh, Angry Birds like it didn't do very well in the in the theaters it went on Netflix blew up on Netflix you know, subsequent television shows and then a sequel. Yeah. Netflix uh, and supposedly like the rental, even the paid rental numbers were pretty, rental. pretty decent for, you know, a, like a movie like that. Yeah. I mean, so. for kids nowadays, I mean, my parents never really took me to the theater very often. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were mainly, we were mainly rentals, you know, for anything, for anything for kids. And that would just makes more sense for kids. I mean, why would you, uh, I don't same know. with us. I'm, we didn't really go to the movies a lot either. I mean, we did, but, it was mostly like go to the store, rent a movie. You know, that was you sit with your family, watch a movie. Yeah. I mentioned it because I was talking to my brother, and he said, like, my niece who's six now, the new Trolls movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would she would just like watch on repeat. I guess kind of like Penny. Although it sounds like it's more than that because my brother said like for the last two weeks, anytime she wanted to watch a movie, it's just Trolls two, um, <laughs> which I think got a little expensive for him because Trolls two was only for twenty dollar rental. Ooh, but yeah, but I think. He he was kind of okay with it because it's like it's a forty-eight hour one, you know. It's like if she'll watch it six times in two days, then sure, you know, rather than she be happy, yeah. you know. Um, it 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 would be something else if like she like watched half an hour once and then was like, eh, you know. <laughs> I would have to say that I like I am completely legit nowadays. <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't actually. I never really ripped too many movies offline uh. online. 
but I definitely did a lot of other like, you know, music and everything else. But if you were going to continually do like a $20 rental, I feel like that's going to tempt those pirates to be like, mm, raise the, put the hat on and raise yeah, yeah. the Jolly Roger, you know, yeah. uh, it, that's too expensive. I mean, maybe for like the first couple months and then, then afterwards it, it lowers the price. But even, even then I feel like you're tempting, you're, you're tempting some people. I'm also going to assume my brother's usually pretty good at wheeling and dealing. He probably mm-hmm. found some promos and credits and yeah. stuff like that, you know, like, um, but I, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's also like the circumstances are very different, you know, like he may have taken her to go see it a couple times anyway. Yeah. So like doing it at home a couple times and then he doesn't have to pay for his ticket, you know, basically mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, you know, like we're in a whole new territory here with like entertainment, you know? <laughs> sure. Cause what July, the only movie that's going to come out is that weird, like rap Rob Pattinson movie, like the indie film. <laughs> I really wanted, there's a movie. I don't know if it's out yet. Um, it has what's the guy from SNL? Uh, Davidson. Oh, Pete uh, Davidson. Uh, yeah, he's got a movie coming out. Basically, like his in the movie, his dad dies in like nine eleven or something, and his dad in real life died in nine eleven. Yeah, it's King, so, of, like, King of Staten Island. It looks really good. I mean, it also has like Bill Burr in it, and it has uh, it was who has who's the old guy? Um, it might be out already. Lewis it, it might be. Hmm? Oh, no, it's coming out. So by the time everybody hears this, it looks like it'll be out or within a day or so. Because uh, so th- I, I saw some uh, industry stuff about this. Um, they, they said that because Trolls World Tour did so well, this was the studio's next thing. And they're like, these are two different beasts. You're not going to be yeah. able to gauge the same numbers from this. Like, what what's going to be the draw, you know, outside of cinephiles? Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, the world kind of has this weird like dislike of Pete Davidson for some reason, you know? Yeah, I feel that too. I don't know what it is. I mean, <laughs> I think he's funny, but yeah. Oh, Steve um, Buscemi? Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. not listed on the cast. Was he supposed to be? He's in the movie. Oh, uh-huh. I guess maybe a very small part. Oh, I thought that, I thought Crazy Eyes was... Uh, uh, oh, there he is. Papa. Is that him? So, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I pulled up the cast or whatever, and it's not on the first page of the cast. Yeah, he's under the is, fold. What the heck? Why? It must be, like, a very small part. He was in a couple of different scenes that I saw, like, just in mm. the preview. So, but, you know, whatever. Maybe they'll pull Scoob on us. Maybe. It's actually about, you know, B. Davidson, like, finding a <laughs> mystery-solving crew and going to the space. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a good movie. A touching movie, but a good movie. Mm-hmm. And he's usually pretty funny, so. Nice. Anywho, uh, yeah, next week, next week we should talk about Shield. Shield came back finally. Yeah. I mean, like to be to be honest, it kind of silently came back. We're like, wait a minute, Shield's this week? Like, right. I saw them do like a full cast thing on Facebook, whatever. And I was like, oh, I gotta tune in. But uh, so far, yeah. so good, man. Well, that that'll be next episode. Yeah. I think it seems like they kind of knew what they were doing and just marketed directly to the fans they were already watching instead of trying to like get outside people in. Yeah. Because I found out it was coming back because of like Instagram. Because I followed mm. Agents of Shield Instagram account, and it had the countdowns pop up. Yeah, um, I follow them on Facebook too, but I didn't. You know, I, they probably didn't pay for me <laughs> to see it. You know, but anyway, thanks guys for tuning in, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about that crap next week. That's cool. right. Next episode on Yellow Spandex. <laughs> <Love it. laughs>